boy. Make it so. I love it when a mid-range paper supply firm comes together. Nice to see you. To see you. Go! Say my name. Just one more thing. The Television News Bonanza with Aidan McCaffrey. Love you, baby. You're beautiful. Yes, this is the TV news pedanza, the second greatest work of our time in any medium, after the movie news pedanza, of course. Joining you on the day where the UK has officially vaccinated 15 million people out of its 66 million population, which is pretty good. I'm youngish. I'm basically in that sweet spot of being last in line to get a vaccination. I'm young, I'm healthy. Don't have asthma like some losers. So, yeah, last in line for old A-Dog. But I'll tell you what vaccination I'm going to be first in line for. And that is when we're out of lockdown. I go straight to the cinema and I say, you see that celluloid there? You see that movie? I want you to inject that directly into my eyeballs. But I'm not coming back in three weeks for the second dose. No, I'm coming back tomorrow for the second dose, and the day after that, and the day after that. And you're going to keep injecting films into my eyeballs until I'm fully immune from not watching films. You got that, UK cinema chains? Good. I don't usually do two episodes in one week, but uh, the last episode took a f***ing ages to edit and felt bad for depriving you of my information and mirth for a full two and a half weeks. So this week I'm dropping two bloody episodes, which um, slaughters two birds with one massive rock. So yeah, this is a special television news pedanza episode in which you will only hear TV news. It's a short episode, a bonus pod, if you will. The podcast equivalent of a MCU post credit scene. Yeah, this is, this is one of those, but in this episode, I will not be recruited into a elite team of podcasters consisting of Mark Commode, Mark Maron, and This American Life. They want nothing to do with me, those guys, so it's just me. But you'll also get a, a quick dose of television news. Enjoy. Hell of, hell of a lot of TV news in the past fortnight. Uh, hell of a spelled H-E-L-L-U-V-A, not H-E-L-L space O-V space A. Hell of a lot of TV news. The biggest I thought, or at least the most surprising, was the fact that George Clooney, star of such prestige dramas as Good Night and Good Luck, Syriana, Gravity, is apparently going to play Book Rogers in a TV series hard reboot. Remember, that means penetration is included, not just nipple. A hard reboot of Book Rogers, the 1920s sci-fi comic character who also had incarnations on radio, film and TV. Uh, yeah, this was a serial about a fighter pilot who falls into a 500-year-old sleep and wakes in the future where things are like all futuristic and stuff. Legendary are making this and they're reportedly going all in. They're making the TV show plus an anime series. They clearly want this to be a big uh, internet-connected franchise of sorts. I hope it's all campy and fun. Like, we could use some of that. Big effects, futuristic costumes, closeted robots. Come on, that's what we want from science fiction. I didn't watch the Midnight Skies last film, but apparently it was uh, slow and a bit gloomy. And considering that's the pace of existence right now in Lockdown 3, the Godfather Part 3 of lockdowns, you know, you want some fun, you want some bright colours, you want people in white spandex. I don't want to be in white spandex. I drink a lot of tea and I spill a lot of tea, so that would go right down my throat. But I want to watch people in white spandex, you know, fighting alien invasions and stuff. 
be, it'd be interesting to see what he, he, why he's doing this. Maybe he's just hitting 16. It's like, fuck it, let's have some fun. Let's do Buck Rogers. I've done all my political films about how politics is hopeless and stuff, but now I'm gonna look at future politics. What's the politics of the future? Sequins, that's what the politics of the future is. I'm doing Buck Rogers. They are making an animated adult Game of Thrones spin-off. Previously reported that they are making House of the Dragon, a Game of Thrones TV prequel. It's gonna star Matt Smith and Olivia Cook. But they're also making this animated show now. Not much details on it. Uh, it's an adult thing. So it's not just gonna be, it's not gonna be like a Game of Thrones of kids. You know, where they replace the brothel with, I don't know, a broom cupboard full of toys. No, it's gonna be adult, so it's gonna probably be like South Park plus dragons minus dick jokes. Going down to Westruss, gonna have myself a time. Threatening faces everywhere, murder and decapitation. I'm going to the North Wall, gonna leave my woes behind. Icy weather, day or night, people shouting, Look a walker! Heading to King's Landing, gonna see if I can't unwind. Come on down to Westruss and meet some friends of mine. Uh, you can have that free HBO. Uh, don't bother spending thousands of pounds on a actual composer, a professional speech marks composer. Just use that, it's fine. Sorted. Just, just some ideas, HBO, I'm right here. I've also got an online dating sitcom called Swipe. Prize winning, unmade. Hey, someone's gonna make it. If you want to sign an exclusivity deal with old A-Dog McCaffrey, just you know where to find me, at Aiden McComedy. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't really check the Facebook ones, and please do send it to Instagram or Twitter. At the Pedanza on uh, Twitter. Come on, HBO. More TV news. Kenneth Branagh is to star as Boris Johnson in a five-part drama for director Michael Winterbottom called The Skeptidial that will dramatise the UK government's early handling of the coronavirus epidemic. The line, this Skeptidial, comes from Shakespeare's Richard II, which I haven't read because it's old, but I, uh, I read the synopsis of the plot, which is as good as in my view. And uh, spoiler warning, I'm about to tell you the entire plot of Richard II in about five seconds. I do believe in spoiler warnings, even for text that is half millennia old. I personally think 1,000 years is the expiry for spoiler warnings. So, you know, it's okay to spoil the Bible, 2,000 years old, but not the Canterbury Trials, which is about 700 years old. Anyway, this is the plot of Richard II. King Richard II banishes Henry Bolingbroke, seizes noble land and uses the money to fund wars. Henry returns to England to reclaim his land, gathers an army of those opposed to Richard and deposes him. Now as Henry IV, Henry imprisons Richard and Richard is murdered in prison. If we were to assume the Winter Bottle film is sort of analogous to the Richard II story, you know, maybe he, maybe he's assuming that coronavirus will be the end of Boris Johnson's reign, which would make Boris Richard II and COVID-19 Henry IV. Although, because these spikes on a COVID-19 cell do look a bit like a crown, the coronavirus could take either the Richard II or the Henry IV role. Could also call it AstraZeneca You Like It if they want to continue to play on the old Shakespeare titles. No, okay. If you think that's too soon to be making a film or a TV show about current events, and believe me, I do, MGM has acquired the book proposal This Is How 
current events in this next story gets, MGM has acquired not a book, a book proposal for a book called The Antisocial Network from best-selling Social Network and 21 author Ben Mesrick. And it's about, wait for it, the GameStop, Wall Street chaos, a story that is still happening and they're going to make a book and a film about it. God, they have, hasn't even written the book yet. This is what irks me as an aspiring screenwriter. I've written Swipe, my online dating sitcom. It's won a competition, the 2018 David Nobbs Memorial Comedy Writing Prize. Oh yeah, Google it, that's the thing that I won. No one's making it. This Ben guy, who's, what, written two best-selling books. That's nothing. This Ben guy hasn't even finished a book and someone's like, yeah, we'll make that. I waited years into online dating before I did my red-hot, topical take on it. Mesrick's waited, what, seconds and gone, yeah, MGM, I might write a book on this. Do you want to make it? And they've gone, yeah. Anyway, that's not the end of this. MGM are not the only person making a GameStop Wall Street chaos th thing. A company called Pinky Promise are also making a TV show about it called To The Moon, which will be written by Noam Tomashkoff, who has reportedly met with members of the r slash Wall Street Bets Reddit crew that helped take down the hedges in the first place. And that's not even the last one. Netflix are making a movie about it, and it will be written by Oscar-winning writer Mark Bowl, who wrote The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty and Detroit. Yeah, I mean, there's talent there. Mesrick, clearly a talented guy. Bowl. I've seen The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, they are excellent. So, presumably that might be good, but uh, just wait a bit, wait a couple of years. Or just, you know, option it and make swipe. I'm not bitter. This story started two weeks ago, it's, surely that's too soon. Spielberg did not start making Saving Private Ryan as the boats were approaching Normandy. He left in a few weeks, about 2,500 weeks, that's a good amount of time. Just wait a bit, come on. What do Greg Wallace look like? What? Describe what Greg Wallace looks like. What? Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Describe what Greg Wallace looks like. He's bald. Does he look like a chef? What? There is a trailer up for The Young Rock. This is the sitcom about the childhood of The Rock. Kind of looks like a... I've watched the trailer. It kind of looks like a Hawaiian set Everybody Hates Chris, but with the framing device of The Rock describing his childhood to a reporter who is interviewing him about, wait for it, a 2032 presidential run. This is something that often comes up, The Rock running for president. I mean, after four years of Trump, maybe it's a bad idea of celebrities to run for office. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure The Rock wouldn't be as bad as Trump, but... There's nothing to suggest he'd be particularly good. I mean, the Rock is president. Do I want to see it? Yes. Would I actually vote for it? No. Having said that, I am increasingly of the opinion that, opinion that charisma and oratory skills are the most important thing for a candidate. Often the left lose elections because they just run someone who's maybe not as affable or charismatic as the opponent. And when you think about the left-wing leaders that have won office, like Barack Obama, Clinton, Tony Blair, they are quite charismatic, they're great orators, and I worry that, like, the left needs once-in-a-lifetime candidates that are really hard to come by to win elections. I know the election of Biden just throw a spanner in the works. Biden's quite charismatic. I wouldn't put him in the category of those other three, but... That just might be a feature of the Trump era, that Trump's so bad that people will happily vote for a slightly subpar uh, Democrat, uh, left-wing candidate. I worry this about the uh, 
leader of the UK opposition, Keir Starmer. He seems quite smart. He seems to be playing an interesting tactical game in far as opposition goes so far. I wouldn't not just that he is nothing more than a suit and a haircut. Well, he's, he's just a suit with another suit inside it, like a Russian doll of increasingly smaller but exceptionally well-ironed business suits. I mean, maybe after five years of Boris Johnson as hapless Prime Minister, people will be like, we'll take the suit and the suits. A bit like how I'm quite enjoying now how I don't have to read about the American president every day in the news because <laughs> Trump's not in power. Every day is not just, did you hear what he said now? It's just like, did you hear what the president said? No. What did he say? Nothing. Because he's not that controversial. He's just a safe pair of hands, like James Mangold. That I brought it back to films. Having said that, do I want to see The Rock as American president? No. Do I want to see The Rock as UK prime minister? Hells yes. Would vote for that. and rancorous. Calm down, young man. HBO Max is apparently developing a Harry Potter TV series because of course they are. There'll be a TV show set in the old wizarding world as the Harry Potter universe is known. Nothing more said about what that will be. Presumably they're looking at the success of the Mandalorian and going, we want some of that sweet, sweet action. On the face of it, it seems like a bad idea in as far as they haven't really got their house in order in the film world. The Fantastic Beast films seem of increasing disinterest to even Harry Potter fans. And I say that as someone who thought the first Fantastic Beast film was pretty solid. But yeah, no, no one seems to be buying that anymore. So going all on, on a Harry Potter show would seem like a bad move, except the Star Wars films also don't really have the house in order. They've really divided opinions, especially since The Last Jedi and the box office underperformance of Solo and to a certain extent, The Rise of Skywalker. So maybe actually in that sense, this TV show is a good idea. There's a chance for them to go do a Mando. I think that Mandalorian's been successful because it sort of bought into the aesthetic of a character fans loved but hadn't been on TV much, namely Boba Fett. It sort of managed to do a Boba Fett show without it being about Boba Fett. Although people who've seen Mandalorian can pass to what extent that's true. Well, it's Harry Potter, you know, it's only been around since the late 90s. Every iteration of it has made it to screen in some form, as far as we know. It's not like there's three or four decades of non-canonical extra media that the fans love that you can mine. There's nothing of that to tap into, if you know what I mean. It's not like there's some wizard bounty hunter that featured in some comic in the mid-noughties that everyone's like, God, I want to see a novel about uh, new Jones, the wizard bounty hunter that Voldemort hired to hunt down Dumbledore. It doesn't exist. You just have to presumably make something up. But anyway, it could be good. I know I sometimes sound cynical on this podcast, but that is because flippant dismissal is the only tool in my comedy kit box. Really, I'm totally open-minded to all of this stuff. Uh, hopefully it'll be good. I've got some ideas of what the Wizarding World TV show could be. Uh, a Cheer-style sitcom set in the Leaky Cauldron pub with Hagrid in the Norm world. Hagrid is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Afternoon, everybody. Hagrid. Real Housewives of Diagon Alley. Uh, don't really have a pitch for that because I've never watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. No idea what it's about. Uh, my last pitch to HBO for a Harry Potter TV show 
an in-betweener-style sitcom about the less academic students at Hogwarts, complete with jokes about uh, wanking and clunge. That's my pitch. Uh, one of them could uh, masturbate into the sorting hat and have his penis accidentally sorted into Slytherin. That could be fun. There could be a bit where they are driving in a car and they see someone riding on brooms past them and then one of them sticks their head out the window and shouts, Broom wankers! That sort of thing. There's all sorts of stuff they could do. The, um, television? News. Pod. Danza. With... Aiden McCaffrey. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the Movie News Pedanza. Music for this episode was Philip Saro and his rendition of Bach's Air on the G-String. Had a bit of the old South Park theme by Primus. Acid House by Six Umbrellas. Temples by Six Umbrellas. Love Dream by Franz Liszt. What a banger. Piano Concerte number two or Dante, I think that's what it's called, by Shostakovich. Absolute tune. This podcast was released using a little app I like to call Anchor, because that's what it's called by everybody. Which leaves me with one thing to say. With great power. Comes. Great British Railway Journeys. That's right, I got you. You thought I was going to say great ass, but guys, this is the movie. This is not the movie news pedanza. This is the TV news pedanza, and we do things differently here. If you don't like that, that's fine, because I'll be back next week with a full episode of the movie news pedanza. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>